Welcome to You Need Therapy, the happy people podcast, or in more realistic terms, the mental health podcast for young adults, where we talk about everything mental health related, and we have the conversations that no one wants to have because they're uncomfortable. So welcome to the community. I'm so glad you're here, and let's hop right in. and welcome back to You Need Therapy. If you're new here, my name is Emily. I am the host of this podcast and I'm here to hold your hand while we work through all the mental health ups and downs together. Um, if you're not new here, thank you so much for continuing to come back and support this family. It means the absolute world to me. Um, we actually have reached over 100 followers on Spotify. So that's pretty cool. Like if I do say so myself. Um, so that's pretty exciting. So thank you to all hundred of you that are a part of this family. And I'm just hoping that is going to continue to grow. Um, yeah. So if you are new here, we start each episode with what I like to call my life breakdown. It's where I just loop you in on what has been going on since the last time we had a little bit of a chat. Um, and that was a week ago. This episode is going to be a day late. I do apologize. Life has just been busy, but yeah. Also, there is not going to be an episode next week because I'm actually going to be traveling. I'm going to be out of town. So no episode next week, but don't worry. We will be back in the swing of things the next week. Um, So we're going to start with a life breakdown. As always, if you want to share your life breakdown with me or you just want to say, hey, you want a new best friend, you need someone to vent to, any of the things, um, all of my socials are linked in the description of the episode as well as the description of the podcast. I have both my personal and the podcast Instagram linked on there. And I also have my TikTok linked on there. Um, feel free to message me on any of those and I will always get back to you. It might take three to seven business days because I just, I just have the memory of a fish, but I will get back to you. Okay. So Let's get on into the life breakdown. So first of all, if you listened to last week's episode, you would have known that I was going to the Taylor Swift concert last weekend. Um, She was in Atlanta. So my girlfriend Casey and I went, oh my fucking God, so amazing. So, so amazing. I, I lost my voice. I screamed. I got stepped on by a girl in platform converse. It was a whole whole night. It really was just an adventure. Um, I rode the, if you're from Atlanta, you know what Marta is. I rode Marta, Casey and I rode Marta for the first time ever. Uh, so that was an adventure in itself. We ended up getting on a wrong train on the way back and it was, it was just, it was, it's a story to tell, but it was actually really fun. Um, and the concert was amazing. Taylor's amazing. Gracie Abrams was amazing. Um, so amazing. So amazing. And here's my tip for you. If you are wearing uncomfortable shoes to that concert, if you're like wearing the platform heels like I did, bring a pair of flats to change in. Bring your little clear bag and bring a pair of just like really simple ballet flats to change into. That saved my life. It did expose my feet uh, for said platform converse girl to step on it and nearly break my foot but 
other than that negative experience, saved my life. They were so amazing. My feet weren't like dead by the end of the night. I didn't have blisters. Get the ballet flats, girls. Get the ballet flats. So that was amazing. What else has happened? I chopped my hair off. Uh, If you have seen me on my Instagram, my hair was about mid-chest. Like it was hitting at the top of my boob. Chopped it. She is now mid-neck. And I feel like a whole new woman. I feel like a whole new woman. And I'm so glad that I did it because, let's be real, summer is is here nearly and it's getting hot. And that was just too much hair on the back of my neck. And thank God. I'm still learning how to how to style it. Uh, it is That is definitely a little harder. But we're learning. Uh, we are learning. What else? Oh, my goodness. So I said I was traveling. Uh, I'm going to Colorado. On Tuesday, me, my mom, and my girlfriend, Casey, we are all going to Colorado very, very early Tuesday morning. Um, Like, ridiculously early Tuesday morning. Um, Like, 6 a.m. Tuesday morning. Anyway, (laughs) so we're going to Colorado because my brother is getting married to his beautiful fiance, Stephanie, and I am so excited, guys. I get to be maid of honor And when I tell you, I've never been in a wedding party except for my dad's. And and to be fair, that was like kind of like a, I didn't do much. But I'm in the wedding party and I'm so excited and my dress is so pretty and Casey's going to match me and my mom has the most beautiful dress and it's just going to be so much fun. Um, Also, shout out to Nicholas and Stephanie for getting uh, Chipotle to cater their wedding. Best decision you guys have ever made. Um, and then, so that's happening next Friday. Um, they're getting married in a week. And then Saturday, right after, in the very, very early morning, my brother's graduating college. He is graduating from CU Denver with a degree in mechanical engineering. And I think that's so fucking cool because like, okay, Nicholas, pop off, slay king. Um, look at his little smarty pants graduating college. Could never be me. Could never be me. I I graduated high school and I if I had to do four more years of school, I was either going to off myself or commit arson. And just both of those didn't seem like great options. So I was like, we're not going to go to school. Um. So yeah, so that's exciting. It's going to be a really busy week. And it's like going to be a ginormous kind of family reunion bonding week because it's so me my mom my girlfriend my brother his fiance almost wife uh and then my dad his newest wife um uh my oldest brother his wife their two kids a bunch of other family coming to town like it is the family reunion of family reunions so Good luck to all of us on that, especially my mom, because um, <laughs> that is a week with my dad, and that that that's a lot. So we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. I am really excited though because I'm getting to meet my little niece and nephew for the first time, and they are so cute. But they're way older now, which I'm like a little sad about that I didn't get to meet them as babies. But it's fine, it's fine. Um, so that's gonna be crazy. Crazy. I will, I feel like I want to keep like, maybe like do little vlogs for TikTok over that week and 
post them. I think that could be cute. So maybe that'll be the start of my TikTok influencer era. We don't know. Maybe we'll see if that you want that to happen. Let me know. Um, so yeah, so that's all going on. It's going to be crazy. There was one more thing that I wanted to talk about that is completely really off topic, but the Writers Guild strike. So if you are not in the loop at all on film and TV stuff, the Writers Guild has gone on strike because writers for TV shows and movies have not been getting compensated fairly. Now, this is a big thing that has always happened in the film and TV industry is that the crew and all the people behind the scenes have never, ever been treated fairly, have never been compensated fairly compared to the actors and the main people and like the the directors in the first 80s. So, right, like, so like the big people on crew and then the actors are always compensated and treated so much better than crew, writers, everyone behind the scenes, which is absolute bullshit, okay? It is not that hard to fairly compensate people. These shows, these movies, none of this media would exist without the writers. They are literally the brains behind it all. So the fact that they're not getting fairly compensated absolutely blows my mind because that's bullshit. None of this would exist without them. So why are we not compensating them fairly? Why are we not treating them fairly? So definitely do some research into that. Uh, There's a bunch of marches going on and all the striking and stuff. So that is a big thing right now, especially for me, because this is my career uh, as well. So do some research into that and support the Writers Guild and them getting compensated fairly because it's absolute bullshit that they're not. It's not that fucking hard to fairly compensate people. Okay. So... (laughs) On that note, I think that's all I have to say for my life breakdown. So we're going to go ahead and get on to the episode, which if you did not read the title, we are talking about trauma that's quote unquote, not trauma. So first of all, when we're talking about trauma, I think we when we think of that, we think of the stereotypically you know, like abusive parents, we think of sexual assault, we think of the big red flashing signs of trauma, we think of all the physical, we think of the things that are really, really bad. And while absolutely all of those things are horrible, we tend not to look at the trauma that's not necessarily as apparent from the outside, and that may be appears smaller from the outside, but does just as much damage. Um, Sorry, that was my ankle cracking if you heard that. The trauma, that trauma does just as much damage as the, you know, bigger trauma does. And what I mean by the trauma that doesn't show as much from the outside, that's the mental abuse in relationships. That's the growing up with narcissistic parents, that's getting everything put on you as a child or, you know, getting in trouble for the little things, Uh, the trauma that being a people pleaser brings, sexual assault that quote-unquote was consensual, uh, indirectly caused eating disorders, you know, all the things like that. And I'm going to go into detail on all of those things and what I mean, but those things that we don't see as the big traumas in life, 
cause just as much damage. So like mental abuse. I was in a relationship in high school with a man that was very, very mentally abusive and not even in a way that seemed mentally abusive at the time, but it was a lot of gaslighting. It was a lot of telling he me that he loved me when he really didn't, like things like that. And that now down the road has caused a lot of trauma and caused a lot of things I now have to deal with in my present relationship and just all my relationships in general in like friendships and everything like that has caused a lot of trauma that has caused a lot of anxiety around stuff like that narcissistic parents my I grew up with a very very narcissistic dad that will cause a lot of trauma on you that also kind of tends to lead into being a people pleaser um especially if you were a child that everything got put on you you became a parent a lot earlier you had to grow up a lot faster and you know you're doing all the chores you're doing all the cooking you're taking care of your siblings all this stuff that is extremely traumatizing you lost your entire childhood because your parents decided to make you the parent okay so that's a lot but these are things that don't get seen as trauma because they're not talked about a lot you know, the trauma of getting in trouble for little things. This is a big thing for me, like spills. I was on a date once and I spilt a Red Bull on the carpet and I just started sobbing and like trying to panic, clean it up. Even like with my girlfriend this past, oh my God, what day was it? Wednesday. I got, I was eating chocolate and I got a little bit of it on the sheets and I like felt so bad I got really really anxious that you're gonna get in trouble for these things because if you're used to having accidents happen and then getting screamed at for them or getting you know even beat in some scenarios like that is you have such bad PTSD from that and every time you make a mistake or there's an accident things that are not really in your control half the time you have this huge huge fear of getting in trouble you know, again, that trauma of being a people pleaser, you're getting walked on all the time. And then there's this constant need to please everyone, which gets you into these really bad situations. So that's littler trauma that can then lead to much, much bigger traumas, like the ones that we know a lot more about, like sexual assault. Like for me, my big thing is that being a people pleaser has turned out into me not being able to say no and then can lead to sexual assault and that also is that can lead to that sexual assault that was you know quote unquote was consensual when it really wasn't because sorry that was my fridge um so that so sex that if you're getting guilt tripped into it or Well, you didn't say no. You didn't want it, but you never said no out loud. So that technically wasn't, you know, sexual assault, right? Or even sexual assault that is so clearly sexual assault, but it's not as violent as it that's portrayed a lot. Because I think a lot of the times we see sexual assault portrayed in film and TV, and it is very, very violent 
And while absolutely that happens and it's horrendous and that is so scarring, the sexual assault that maybe might seem littler in your mind is just as scarring. Because I think one thing we really need to talk about is that your body, sexual assault, isn't always painful. We Human beings are born as sexual creatures. So sometimes it's not consensual, but it doesn't necessarily feel bad. That was something I really had to wrap my head around because I got sexually assaulted when I was six through the time I was eight. And it wasn't ever painful. My body reacted to it in a natural way, which was not something... I could control. So A, that made it really hard for me to understand that it was sexual consult, sexual assault. And then also, I never spoke up and said no. So I, for the longest time, didn't call it sexual assault because I didn't say anything because I froze and I just let it happen because I was scared of what would happen if I had said no. And it's a lot a lot harder to say no in those scenarios than, you know, we think it's going to be. And so a lot of times you'll just freeze and then you're like, well, was it a soul? Because I didn't technically say no. I didn't want it. It wasn't right. But I didn't say no. You know, that's how my first time losing my virginity, that's how that happened. I was more guilt tripped into it and I just felt bad and felt like I needed to go through with it. So I let it happen. You know, I just, so just to please him. So there's these things that they don't necessarily seem like the trauma that everybody talks about, but are just as mentally damaging. And your feelings, your negative feelings towards all of these experiences is just as valid as, as anybody else's towards any of of their traumas. Trauma is trauma, regardless of the size of it, regardless of what happened, regardless of of if you or if society thinks it may be trauma. You know, all these things are trauma and how you feel towards them is valid. I did it for the longest time. I felt bad that I felt bad about my assault as a child because I didn't think it was that big of a deal. So I was like, why am I feeling these strong feelings about it when like other people have it so much worse? That's something that I think we tend to do so much is compare our traumas. We compare something that we might see as littler to, you know, somebody else's trauma that might seem a lot bigger. And you're like, well, why am I feeling bad? Because they have it way worse when that is not even a factor in how you're feeling. How you're feeling is how you're feeling and your feelings toward your trauma is valid. Regardless of what it was, regardless of how big or small it may seem, it's trauma. And you are going to have trauma responses to that and you are going to have PTSD from that and it's going to cause a shift in your brain and cause problems down the road, unfortunately, you know? Um, And it's not too small to be feeling bad about, you know? There's not like a, there's not like a mark that you have to meet for trauma to where then you can start, you know, feeling negative about it and feeling bad for yourself about it. 
regardless of what it was, your trauma is valid. Your feelings are valid. And it fucks you up. And I think another thing that we tend to do is we might have the same trauma as someone and you're like, well, they're not reacting as big to it as I am. They're not feeling as bad about it as I am. Why are, why am I taking it so much harder than they am? I just, I'm just being, you know, a baby. I just need to toughen up. No, 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 no. Everyone, the way everyone reacts to any situation is going to be completely different. You could have the exact same scenario happen as somebody else and how they deal with it versus how you deal with it that completely depends on who you are, your brain chemistry, you know, all these different factors. So never ever compare your feelings to anybody else's because they're all different. Everyone's feelings are different. And one feeling over the other is not the right or wrong feeling. It's just your feelings. And that is valid and that is okay. And there's nothing wrong with how you're feeling and your trauma is not too small to feel bad about. Your trauma is trauma, okay? That doesn't make any sort of difference how big or small society wants to view it, you know? And I think any of this will leave trauma responses then, you know? If you're If you used to always get in trouble for the little things, you might freak out about spills. Like like I was telling you about the Red Bull or the chocolate. I feel really bad. I'll freak out. You know, the trauma that that being a people pleaser brings. You're never going to want to make your own decisions. You could be able to not say no. All these things. Sexual assault that quote-unquote was consensual could then lead you down a path of of never liking sex and never feeling like it's something that you have a choice over, but something that you just do just to get it done with, just to please the other person. You know, getting everything put on you as a child, you're going to keep that mentality and feel that for the rest of your life and feel like you have to do everything. But I think the healing to this and to a lot of these things is a therapy. (laughs) If you have access to it, meds help a lot because a lot, sometimes there's, you know, these things that it's, it's the chemical composition of your brain and you don't necessarily have a choice over. So therapy, meds, but also surrounding yourself with people who are healing you. So regardless of if this is friendships, romantic relationships, you know, parents or your chosen family, pick people to surround yourself with that are going to heal these cycles, to heal that getting in trouble with little things. Have people that are going to tell you, it's okay. It's just an accident. It doesn't matter. We can clean it up. It's not important. You know, have a partner that if you have trouble with sex and saying no, and viewing it just as something that is done to you and something to get over with it, have a partner that understands that and reassures you that if you don't want to, you don't have to. It should be a a comforting and fun and intimate 
experience for both people. You know, it shouldn't be something that's just done to you or something that you just want to get over. It should be an enjoyable experience for both people in that, you know. So get a partner that reassures you on that and makes it clear that if you want to say no, if you don't want to have sex, it's not a big deal. You can say no because you can always say no. And that's something that I want you guys to remember is that you can always say no and that no is a full sentence. You don't need to explain yourself. You don't need a reasoning behind why you said no, why you don't want to. No is a full sentence. Always. Every single time. Okay? So make sure that you are surrounding yourself with healing people that have healing energies and that just want the best for you. And also make sure that when you have people in your life like that, Make sure you're giving back that energy as well. And you might not be able to 100% of the time because guess what? You're going to have days where you can't give everything back. You have to to keep everything for yourself because you are just so low on everything. And that's okay because I don't think any sort of relationship in life is 50-50. Some days the people in your life are going to be feeling a lot better than you are and that's when they pick you up. And some days you're going to be feeling a lot better than some of the other people in your life and you have to pick them up. And so it's that, that partnership, regardless of if it's in friendships or romantic relationships or your platonic relationships, whatever it is, make sure that it's a two way street and you are healing them just as much as they are healing you, but it's all about that circle. And I think there was an episode I talked about this on is, is, your circle and who you surround yourself with is so important because that makes or breaks just everything in your day-to-day life is who you're who you're surrounding yourself with so you know surround yourself with good people no is always always a full sentence and just remember that whatever your trauma is it's all valid all of it Regardless of what it is, regardless of you, if you think it's too small to be considered trauma, it's trauma and it is valid. And your feelings towards your trauma are valid. There is nothing wrong with what has happened to you because you could not control it. It happened to you, you know, and it sucks. But that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. You have absolutely no fault to that. And there's nothing wrong with how it has affected you and how you now have to go day to day just to survive because some people decided to fuck up. It is not your fault. How you respond to it is not your fault. You are amazing. You are so loved and Your feelings are so incredibly valid. And I really want you to take that to heart. And I really want you to listen to that. Because if I had someone to tell me when I was younger and I was dealing with with not feeling like my assault was valid enough. If somebody had just sat down and told me, it's valid. Your feelings towards this are valid. Something bad happened to you, and it's okay to feel bad about that. 
You don't have to have these positive feelings all the time. You don't have to put on a brave face and be the strong one. You are allowed to break down. You are allowed to feel bad for yourself because bad things have happened. Shit happens. The world sucks a lot of the time. Okay, let's be real. There is a lot of good in it. And I think it's so important to look at that and to try to focus on that. But you also have to feel your feelings. And sometimes those are going to be bad because a lot of majority of people, I don't think there's really a single person that hasn't had some sort of trauma in their life. Feel those feelings. They are valid. They are important to feel. Don't bottle them up. And surround yourself with people that don't make you feel like you have to bottle them up. But that are happy to sit in those feelings with you. And to have you share if need be. And to maybe help give some advice if that's what you want. But also just to be a shoulder to cry on if that's what you need. It's all about who you surround yourself with. And it's all about how you decide to take the next steps with that trauma. Take it from someone who bottled it up for eight years of her life. That almost killed me. Take that trauma. Take it by the fucking balls, okay? Because you are so strong and you are so much stronger than you think you are. But feel your feelings. Validate your feelings, whatever they are. Validate your trauma. Surround yourself with the people that are going to heal that. And don't ever forget how important you are and how much you matter to the world and how much your feelings matter. And if you haven't been told it yet today, I love you so, 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 so much. I am so incredibly proud of you. Even if all you did today was survive, that is really, really hard. And I am so proud of you for doing that. I am proud of you for whatever you have done today. I am proud of who you are. I am proud of who you are continuing to thrive to be. I love you so, 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 so much. You are so important. You matter so much. Your feelings matter. I love you so much. And I will talk to you in the next episode.